So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that has Kevin Magnuson as a spokesman. Fuck this. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that doesn't need telemetry or facts or actual things that happen to form an opinion on what's going on. Where, Charlie, someone's cheating. Welcome to The podcast that starts really quick. That was definitely too quick. All right, Sebastian, shut up. I'm G. Grez, and today from the BFI on the Thames, we are going to talk about the winners and the laggards in the 2017 Austrian Grand Prix. It was the Grand Prix where Bottas wins, Verstappen spins, and Ricardo grins. We'll talk about all this and more on today's podcast. That is all to come. Joining me is a man who... Once again, it's not joining me. It is Phil Tromans. Hello, everyone. I come to you once again from uh, cyberspace, uh, where I've somehow found myself for the second episode in a row, although I'm not on holiday this time. Age, sex, location. uh, 37 now, I think, since the last time we talked. Oh. Thanks for all the cards and presents. Happy Uh, birthday. I'm here to drive a Mazda across Norway. Oh. Uh, So I'm currently in a hotel room in Stavanger, missing all the free booze downstairs to sit here on my own and talk to you a lot. Oh, oh boo hoo! Well, we're missing the free booze downstairs in your hotel room too. So, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is true. And alongside him is a man who's been kayaking. It's Terry Saunders. I have been kayaking. Where have you been kayaking? Oh, Outside producer Matt's house. <laughs> Wait, what? Doesn't, doesn't producer Matt live on a main road? No, no. he lives on a canal. And <laughs> last weekend, me and my wife went kayaking. Convenient. And as we were kayaking along, I was like. I think Matt lives here somewhere. So on the way back, Claire, my wife, not me, shouted up. I'm not a shouter. Started just shouting up to Matt from the canal. <laughs> and Matt was in. And he comes out <laughs> comes out on the balcony looking confused because someone in a kayak shouting his name. And they went for a cup of tea. So, Aww. hi Matt, how you doing? <laughs> he nods. Did you, did you stay in the kayak and have a cup of tea? Did he sort of lower it down to you? I got, a, you I got like a grappling hook and like... <laughs> Right, onto the balcony, just climbed some tea down. I mean, if anything, it was a bit scary for the baby. <laughs> just, Hello. So is this now your? I'm your uncle. Is this now your? <laughs> is this now your transportation of choice then? Because obviously, uh, driving is a bit on hold. It's I mean, I'm really good at kayaking. Really good at it. So you know, if I can get somewhere via water, I will. Chica. So Chica, Chica. have you been up to much? No, uh, I'm asking it. Chica, have you been up to much? <laughs> Never before have you fought over who gets to ask me. You should it's you the forget. kayaking, it's changed me. I haven't been kayaking <laughs> or really done anything, but I've booked what? really fast boat riding down the Thames. Have really you seen fast that? boat riding? No. You know when the people on the on the Thames and they're all like, Wah! arms in the air, going really fast, bouncing around, and then they sort of turn sharp corners so that everyone's sort of thrown to the side. Why are you doing this? I just wanted to. I've seen a few people and I thought, I don't do much, I'm pretty square. I've been waiting to say it for a long time. You are quite square. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start this week, as ever, with Listener's Corner. 
Now, Anthony Ray Good said it was the best start in history and it was the race won right there. I agree. Oh. Max Verstappen, I mean, out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm oh. not sure that's what... Uh, Hi, my name's about. Chica and Phil and I think Max Verstappen is amazing. It, it wasn't his fault. Uh, no, remind, who, whose fault was it, Terry, that that accident happened exactly? His clutch's fault. More indirectly, it was the guy who rammed into two different drivers and has been punished. Yeah, well, yeah. if we're going to go indirectly, it was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're well into chaos theory and Dr. Ian Malcolm here. <laughs> exactly. A butterfly flapped its wings and Kvyat sneezed. I've got a theory so you- that Kvyat is allergic to anyone who does really well at Red Bull. Because when he gets near them, <laughs> he just sneezes and loses he's, control of the car. He's not allergic, he's bitter. <laughs> All right. Ryan Simpson said, dreadful race, not many talking points, Kvyat is a dick, and Raikkonen is just making up the numbers by this point. Totally agree. Even though I defend Kvyat to the death, he was a total dick. <laughs> and Raikkonen. Raikkonen, why? He's been making up the numbers for the since last five years. Now, when yeah. he wasn't in it for two years, he was making up the numbers. Glad it's not just me that thought it was a boring race. Ian Montgomery said, the highlight of the race for me was when Martin Brundle got overexcited and called both Joss Verstappen and Jan Magnussen were racing at the weekend. Now, is Brundle starting to lose it? Which current or recent driver would make the best pundit? Yes, he's starting to lose it. I am Martin Brundle's biggest fan. Love him dearly. Just like Kvyat. Just like Kvyat. But this weekend, there was something wrong about him. He looked a bit puffy for a start. Drugs. I don't know. It was a bit <laughs> off all weekend. He kept making lots of weird mistakes. I don't think he had like a mini heart attack earlier this year, so maybe he's a bit ill, I don't know. And then the whole shoey thing on the podium was just embarrassing. It was just like, oh, every embarrassing dad thing ever. Mm. And he was just kind of going, because Ricardo's now had five podiums on the trot, yeah. the shoey thing has gotten out of hand. Yeah, right? No one well. wants it. Yeah. And no one brought it up apart from Brundle doing the interview. He kind of went, oh, let's do it. I'm going to do one of those shoey things. Can, and if we do, can I give the boot to charity? And everyone's like, oh... Dad. Well, they were bringing it up during the commentary before the end of the race. I know, uh, I know. David Croft was sort of warning him, saying that, "Oh, Martin, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do a shoey." And Brundle started cheering on, uh, cheering on Lewis, didn't he? It was that same moment when your dad comes in and goes, "I've heard of a new band called Oasis. They've had seven <laughs> albums out." I said, like, "Oh, come on." So who's going to take his place? <laughs> I think Button would genuinely be good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I could take that. We'll email him. Lewis Hamilton will be a terrible Fe- oh, commentator. Uh, I think Vettel would probably be quite good if he could keep his temper under wraps. I don't yeah. know. Have you heard Vettel this weekend? Just every interview just sounds miserable. Mm. Just like, get better. Well, that's because he's racing. If he was just commentating instead, he'd probably be much happier. Yeah, he'd be on Sky Germany, wouldn't he? I'd like Raikkonen. Oh, Steady, yeah. reliable. I'm commentating! Um... Leave me alone! <laughs> Jonathan Petrovic said, Vettel is the Donald Trump of Formula One. Wow. Ooh. When presented with the hard scientific evidence that Bottas hadn't jumped the start, he said simply, I don't believe that. Fake F1 news. Oh, I don't. If he hadn't been told off last week, I would have thought, ah, you know, he's just being, he's being a bit provocative. But I think he's embarrassed about the fact that last week everyone was having a go at him. He's really becoming Michael Schumacher, isn't he? Has he won four championships? Yeah, four championships. Yeah. He's on the way to winning seven. And he's been a bit of a cunt about it, so like Donald Trump. So in other news, it's been a good few months as we had rumours of Silverstone bailing out of F1. So here's a new one. Phil, what's this about? So, it, uh, it does seem like every few years there's some sort of crisis at Silverstone and they go, oh, we go, Donington will have to come in, oh, 
Uh, we're going to have to kill the British Grand Prix, and this is the latest uh, one of these. The BRDC, who who owns slash runs Silverstone, British Drivers Racing Drivers Club, Racers Club, are expected, according to lots of reports from people that should know, to say probably this week that they will pull out of the contract of running the British GP after 2019 because it's too expensive. And the main problem seems to be that the deal, which, as I recall, was negotiated under Bernie, has a 5% escalator every year. So every year it gets 5% more expensive, but what, which is frankly insane. And I can't why? believe because, they signed it in the first place. Because other racetracks make money out of theirs. Well, other racetracks are usually backed by governments who just throw money in and call oh. it, you know... Um, uh, and just you know, write it off to selling the country for for, for marketing and so on. Money doesn't but grow on trees, Phil. Let's not stray into politics. Oh, uh, the, can the we? British Grand Prix doesn't get <laughs> so Silverstone. The British Grand Prix doesn't get any money from central government. It's all sort of self-funded, if you will. So chucking on five percent every year makes everything exceedingly expensive because that's more than inflation. They're not going to get five percent increase in in income every year. So it's becoming progressively more expensive to. Uh, to run I don't think it's an idle threat but they they can't go on as it is because it's just not sustainable I mean it was barely sustainable to start with Zach Brown interestingly of McLaren has said that Liberty should buy the circuit I for one am bored of Silverstone get rid of it there's been talk of potentially a street race in London because obviously the, the the rules in the UK on holding street races have changed now because previously obviously. it was exceedingly difficult to do any kind of motorsport on public roads on in the mainland UK whereas uh, now it is in theory possible so in theory you could have a, a London street race but what about Olympic Park because they originally thought that that could possibly be an F1 track didn't they yep I think it's too small to be like an indie style oval not the actual running track <laughs> the area oh, sorry Stratford how stupid right. do you think I am it's a swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a sort of decathlon where they go through all the different Olympic venues like I mean, I'd like chase. that. They, they could do a bit. They could go right through Westfield. <laughs> <laughs> and another news story this week is that Robert Kubica is getting another test. Yes, this is uh, well excellent news if you think that Robert Kubica is really good and left F1 too soon, which I think everybody does. Uh, obviously, he had one a few weeks ago, which was in theory just a sort of just just Renault sort of saying, "Oh, Bobby K, we miss him. We thought we'd give him another run in an F1 car." But the speculation was rife that this was actually. Kubica trying properly to see if he can get back to F1 and he's now going to get another test uh, possibly even this week at Paul Ricard and according to Cyril Abitable the boss at Renault this is to assess his capabilities to return to the highest levels of competition which I've, if I've understood bullshit PR speak that means he wants to come back it sounds like Renault are Bye, doing Palmer. They can to help him <laughs> well, well it is yes, isn't it potentially because if they put Kubica in the car this year he technically and literally cannot be worse than Palmer like, it's not possible <laughs> so even, I don't think he'll uh, but, it won't be this year but, he, but it could be next well, year well they should they should put him in there because it's a win-win because if his arm falls off and he can't do it everyone will be like oh what a brave thing what a great story for Formula 1 oh great he's not going to come back next year but oh what a great recovery story tear jerker film coming and at best he'll get some points I mean either way it makes Palmer look like a bloody idiot I love it well having said that Autosport specifically Damien Smith the editor reckons that Ferrari should sign him in place of Raikkonen because obviously he was going to go to Ferrari before his accident apparently Ferrari won't do that they don't like damaged goods sorry <laughs> and finally Phil could we be seeing another team soon well maybe uh, uh, once again silly season's coming in a bit early 
we talked last week about the possibility and the rumours that there might be a Chinese racing uh, outfit in the works. And the rumours this week is that there's... Uh, who remembers Stefan GP? Don't it make you feel good? Sorry. I do not understand that reference. <laughs> oh, come on, Phil. You're the I same age as me. That, ref- <laughs> no, that was six months younger Stefan Dennis's song. <laughs> Stefan Dennis from Neighbours. Oh, His single was called Don't It Make You Feel Good. I did not even know that he had done a single. Oh, come on. He had a leather jacket on the cover. It didn't suit <laughs> him. I mean, it sounds amazing. How, what I, I do year remember that all of. Not that I just Stephen looked it Dennis up. I couldn't remember the name. Hang on. <laughs> We're looking at around, I reckon, 19... You can't remember the album cover, but not remember. Well, there was a period when every single person in Neighbours in sort of the, the, the mid to late 80s and early 90s had contractually to also release a single in the UK. 1989. So, uh, doesn't surprise me. Uh, there we go. And it Alongside reached number 16. Alongside and Good. Kylie and Jason, I guess. How old are it, you then, Chica? It, I was uh, a twinkle in my mother's eye. Trying to make you feel good. Maybe that's the song you were conceived to. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! So, <laughs> if, we get, if we can get back on track, I don't away think we from, should. Uh, away from the mating airs. So yes, neighbours start stepping. Oh, I tell you what. I think we should put. I think we should put that. We are not reenacting this. Put Stop top it. of the pops Stop. on, love. Now tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F one sake, or you can find us on I Facebook. The story, yes. Where we're F1 not going to be as good as this. Or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. <laughs> Now, to the teams, we will start off with Mercedes. Now, Bottas's race was so good that he could have been cheating, but then he pulled away and sat in the front for the whole race. Now, Hamilton overtook some people, but not enough, and his alternate tyre strategy was a good idea, but didn't actually work. Do we need to start taking babyface Bottas a bit more seriously? No, I mean, he's still no. like 35 points behind. It's only his second Vettel. win, isn't it? It's his second win. Let's face it, he did cheat. <laughs> he didn't cheat. <laughs> he did. He got. It was point two of a second. His reaction from the red light, which is verging on impossible. Yeah, verging on impossible. He he lucked out. He he anticipated the lights, which is illegal, but he got it just on the cusp of being legal, and it was a total fluke. And that's why he won. Yeah, it was. I, I say, yeah, it's absolutely fine. You know, it doesn't matter the intentions. The the result is the main thing. And if you're if you're slower than 0.2 seconds, which he was by a thousandth of a second, then it's fine. If it wasn't for the penalty, do you think Hamilton would be there at the front? Possibly, well, although he did slightly balls up qualifying as well. Yeah, so it was a weird one. He but he'd been fastest throughout the rest of the weekend, every session, I think, until Q3. He's now only 15 points ahead of Bottas as well. And 20-something behind Vettel, so he's closer, yeah, to, yeah, Bottas closer to Bottas than he is to Vettel. Ooh. But, I mean, we're not even halfway through the season yet, so... Oh, it's a long season, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It just seems Look, like it after that race. I do think that Lewis Hamilton was on the ultra super-duper soft tyres, and the only other driver on those tyres was Palmer, and that's when I knew he wasn't going to win. <laughs> when you're doing the same thing as Palmer, it's going badly. It's like, imagine, imagine turning out to a party and you're wearing the same dress as Jocelyn Palmer. Palmer. Oh, you'd be like, God, what's wrong with my life? Leave, you? Yeah. Oh God. I've got so many questions about that statement. We haven't got time, Phil. Move on. Ferrari! Don't make it feel good. <laughs> no! <laughs> to a 
towards the end, Vettel slipped into a fabulous set of new tyres and strutted off to hassle Bottas, but he couldn't overtake the Finn. Now, Raikkonen potted around behind any real chances of a podium with Grosjean, but didn't actually put any pressure on the front runners. Now, is Sergio Marchioni right? Is Raikkonen being a laggard? Yes. Firstly, what does a laggard really mean? Laggard. What the fuck is a laggard? It's a very offensive name for a horse. A horse. I don't know, I just made that up. I just thought it would kind of sounded like a description. Sometimes if you say bullshit with confidence, people just go, really? Um, I don't know. He's actually not doing too badly, but he's not doing great. And he's been in that car for too long. Time to go. Like a horse, should be, um, yeah, shot. Red Bull. Now, Ricardo v Hamilton in the last few laps was quite exciting, but due to something being not quite right with Hamilton's front wing and some very good driving from the Aussie, he managed to hold him off. Now, Verstappen, give that boy a break. What the bloody hell was wrong this time and why hasn't Ricardo had loads of problems? It does seem to happen this way in Formula 1 that one team member gets the, the, the bad luck. But do you know well, what? Well, it's a Red Bull particularly, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. You know, used to be Matt Weber had all the bad luck, and now it's I'll tell, you, uh, I'll tell you what, though, Verstappen is not bad for a number two driver. I don't know. I think he's pretty shit. <laughs> oh, shish. But what do you know? Well, I know quite a lot, actually, because I watched a race, and everyone else was coming over the hill, and he didn't. Ergo, shit. <laughs> Ergo, vis-a-vis. Status quo. I'm right. <laughs> rocking all over the world. Well, not not in his case. Rocking all over the first well, corner, uh, and then lots of Dutch fans going, "Oh, why the why did we come here?" <laughs> there were so many Dutch fans. After four retirements, if you were Dutch, you'd probably think, "Do you know what? I'm not going to risk I it." I think next week we might just stay at home and get stunned. <laughs> Another classic in the bank. <laughs> and uh, hello to all our Dutch listeners. Although by this point, you probably doze off because you're baked, aren't you? <laughs> At what point does gently poking fun become genuinely racist? I don't think it's... I'm not saying it's that not as, racist, a, as a race it? they're stoned. I'm just saying that as a people they're stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Williams! I'm glad we've cleared that up. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I had totally given up on Williams by qualifying. I gave up on them by about 1997, but... No, but... but OK, yep. so qualifying was looking really bad. However, they had an impressive recovery. They went from 17th and 18th to both in the top 10. And Massa had a really, really good start. Not as good uh, as Bottas, but he didn't cheat. If it hadn't been for the first corner carnage, would Williams have done so well? I mean, probably not. I mean, you know, they got a couple of cars out of the way. But I think what we should talk about is the Williams film. Have you seen there's a oh, yes. film out about Williams? No. I saw the trailer. There's a season of it at the moment, isn't there? I saw the trailer. McLaren and now Williams. Yeah, and the trailer starts off with Frank Williams running. And you're thinking, oh, Ooh, it's, a, it's a whodunit. And you go, oh, no, it's a car crash. And then... <laughs> Kind of, it looks good, but it also in looks a cinema? bit... In the cinema? In the cinema. Should we go? Let's go. What's it called? Frank <laughs> William. It's just Frank. Called, no, there was already a film called Frank. That would be confusing if we went to see the one and it ended up being about Frank Sidebottom. Yeah, Frank Williams is the Formula One team manager who has a papier-mâché head. <laughs> I would watch that. Hello! Damon, hold your fire! I've Googled Williams um, film and the first one that's come up is Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> It's Frank Williams with his face in a cape going, Hello! Uh, He's just trying to get custody of Claire Williams. Because there's a Ferrari film in the works as oh, well, Oh, it's going to be all of them. It's going to be like a, it's gonna be like a Haas ages. film, which is just going to be like Carl Haas going, I think it would be a really good business idea to make a Formula 1 team. The end. I'd like to see like a Minardi film or a Pacific film or something like that. Onyx. <laughs> Speaking of Haas, let's do Hey. <laughs> Don't make it feel good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna join in anymore. So a good job this weekend from Grosjean. 
Uh, so right at the beginning, he was up there with Raikkonen, and then he managed to finish ahead of the ongoing catfight that is Force India. However, Magnussen got hydraulic failure and had to retire. Now, Grosjean's done pretty well over the past couple of races. Is it a lucky streak, or is he actually really good? He is good, and the house hasn't been great, and he's been a bit forgotten about. You know, he did, he did the gamble of moving to a new team, and, you know, has that sunk his career? Who knows? But Magnussen, A, apparently it wasn't just hydraulic failure, but it was a, a washer got loose and sliced the hydraulic pipe. Oh. What a crazy failure. Yeah. And he ended with the best radio of the year saying, fuck <laughs> this. Somebody <laughs> is getting fired. Fuck I mean, how this. I mean, how do you not pick that up? Fuck <laughs> this. I love the guy. That was the only exciting thing he did, so yeah. well done. That could be a new T-shirt. <laughs> That's a good idea. Sauber. So after a not particularly exciting race, the Saubers really didn't do anything particularly exciting. Despite the fact that Verline started from the pits, though, he did still manage to finish ahead of his teammate. What does this mean? Nothing. Okay. Next. It means that Ericsson is not very good. Force India. Now, they still hate each other, but they got a double points finish for the team, which was pretty impressive. How do you reckon they'll do at Silverstone? Pretty good, I think. I think Silverson, they're going to do quite well. If you had to give them a... Where do you reckon they'll end up? I think they'll do pretty well. Because, I mean, it's, they, are, they are the most home team at Silverstone because their factory is literally within the Silverstone grounds. Do you reckon they secretly drive at night? Probably. But they're from India, Phil. They're so confusing. Yeah, no, it's, it's, oh. We've covered this before. It's, like, it's an empire thing. It's based in the UK. Well, I think they're going to come second and seventh. What? Which order, though? Which driver where? Ocon and... The other one. Where are we what? standing? So half, now, almost halfway through the season, now, where are we standing on how we rate Ocon compared to Perez? I think Ocon's better, but Perez has been around longer, and I Ocon's think making mistakes. Better. No, Ocon got bull- he got he got properly bollocked this week by the team for crashing at the last race, and you know he's young, but I think he's got more skill. I think he'll be a potential future race winner, whereas Perez will always be that podium guy. Renault. Now, this was Palmer's best drive of the season, and it was still shit. <laughs> but he did better than his teammate, the Hulk, who had a really bad start and tyre issues. So here's what we can take home for the race, which is what Palmer said. Please, Terry. Well, um, normally I do a, a very accurate accent for each driver, but I don't really know what Palmer speak, sounds like. Just, it's, more, just, it's just like a kind of white noise whenever he talks, but I'll try. I'll do my best. Um... Actually, yeah, it's my third race on 11th place finish. Once more than touching distance of points. <laughs> it's my home race coming up. Uh, my home race, no one else's. And Silverstone's a great track with lots of fast corners. And it's one I really like to drive because Daddy owns at least three of them. So hopefully that can be the one that gets me in the points. <laughs> so is he going to get in the points? Of course he isn't. I Phil? Mean, th- if there's anything better, the, one of the most famous memories of Silverstone is where Nigel Mansell gave Senna a lift on the back of his car when he broke down. What would be best is if Palmer is just like there at the side of the track and all the other drivers go, nah, fuck off, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Toro Rosso. Now, Spanish-Russia relations hit a new low after Kvyat break too late on turn one and ran into Alonso. After his drive-through penalty, though, he was so far back that he made Palmer look promising. Now, Sainz's weekend was marred with technical problems. What went wrong with his car in Austria and will it be back on for next weekend? Sorry, Chica, are you talking? Because I'm just looking at a picture of Stefan Dennis is trying to make you feel good single. <laughs> and he looks very fetching. I can see no! you've got your parents excited. 
Can you answer oh. my question, please? What, what was the question? I said, what went wrong with his car? Whose? Signs. No idea. And will he be back on next weekend? Don't care. Good. Phil? Sainz had uh, engine misfire problems from the start that got worse and then he retired. Don't it make you feel bad? <laughs> McLaren! <laughs> Yet again, McLaren's prayers were not answered. Alonso's race was over when he got stuck between a breaking down Verstappen and an incompetent Kvyat. Van Dorn got a drive through penalty for ignoring the huge blue flags. And even after Raikkonen politely asked if he would move the fuck out of the way, he still came home in 12th, which was actually a disaster. But kind of a disaster. Yeah, I mean, it's that thing. You think, oh, McLaren coming 12th, not bad. But then at the same time, you go, McLaren, 12th, bad. Compared to the last few races, quite good. Compared to the last 20 years, pretty bad. <laughs> I've got a question. Is Van Dorn the most anonymous driver on the grid, possibly apart from Ericsson? I can't think of a single time we've seen him or heard from him really this season. I think Percy McWinkle-White is the most anonymous driver. I don't see him on the coverage at all. Speaking of McLaren and uh, and Alonso, the whole laggard interview with Marcioni, Marcioni also said that Ferrari didn't want Alonso back. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. There's no way he was going to go back to Ferrari. But the fact that Briatore, his boss, was kind of going, well, we've had a conversation with Ferrari. And they go, OK, what did Ferrari say? I'm not going to tell you. They said no. <laughs> All of which leads us to Terry Saunders with the standings. OK, so the Drivers' Championship is getting quite close. And at number one currently is, I never apologise, but I would issue a press release a week later. Second place is, am I being investigated? And in third, I'm a championship contender. Fourth, I get dead arms on the plane because of the shoey shit. Like, whenever I wake up, bang. Fifth place, I'm pressing C2. Why are these cars so hard? Sixth, I don't let no one through. Seventh, don't believe the hype. Eighth, I got bollocks. Ninth, signs means Heinz. I'm really running out of things for Carlos Sainz. And he doesn't do anything in the races. Tenth, old man Massa, the old man Massa. Eleventh, Nico not quick. That's not even a joke. Twelfth, in the points, Stroll. Thirteenth, fuck this, is Magnussen. Fourteenth, le fuck le this, is uh, Grosjean. 15th, I wasn't at this race and no one noticed, that's Verline. 16th, I'm allergic to Red Bull Star Drivers, I did that joke earlier. And 17th, I'm with Kevin, that's Alonso saying fuck this. Um, yeah, that was poor, but don't worry, got the Constructors Championship and I've done something special this week. So um, you may know that the Austrian Grand Prix was set in Austria, as was the film The Sound of Music. So sing along as I do the Constructors Championship. <laughs> to the tune of <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of Mercedes are in the lead with Ferrari they have been in the sport for a thousand years right I've just realised I don't know the tune <laughs> I just got the lyrics off the internet you're in a crowded pub garden <laughs> I don't, and I'm singing out loud in a crowded pub but it's fine Chica do you know the tune um yeah I reckon okay join in the, the hills fill my, my shoes, shoes. With, with the, the champagne, champagne of Red Bull, Red Bull. my <laughs> heart wants to force every Indian. Don't make it feel good. <laughs> my heart wants to beat like the Williams of the birds. That was Wings of the Birds. Changed it. Okay. That. That's like a duet. Come on. I got you, babe. Right. The <laughs> My heart wants to sigh, sigh like, like a, a chime that flies <laughs> from a church on the breeze to laugh, laugh like, like a, a brook when it trips, trips and, and falls, falls over. over. That's Jocelyn Palmer. 
Stones on its way to Sauber Street. I think that was Saunter. To the night, like a lark who is learning to pray. I go to the McLaren when my heart is lonely. Blub, etc. No, is that the end of it? That's the last two. Okay, yeah. well. Um. I'm going to post these lyrics on Facebook, and if anyone wants to record a better version, <laughs> be my guest. Now it is time for the 2017 FF1S Grand Prix Fantasy League, powered by Grid Rival. Thank you very much, Chica. Yes, it is the 2017 FF1S Grand Prix Fantasy League, powered by <gasps> Grid Rival. And uh, the top five overall. Uh, are very little changed. In fifth place is Larkin Racing on 5,087. Uh, and about 100 ahead are Mika's Mighty Racers in fourth place with 5,186. Uh, about another 100 ahead of them are Just Drive Racing in third, but only a handful of points, only 12 points ahead in second, are testing, testing, one, two, three. And still running away with it at the top are Mercedes-Benz AMG. And if that's your team, and, and you are actually not Toto Wolf, uh, drop us a line, tell us who you are so we can give you a shout-out. Uh, unless you're just some random guy that found the league and doesn't actually listen to the show. Toto. It probably is Toto. Uh, and in the battle of the commentators, uh, or pundits, or whatever we are, we have Terry Saunders in last and third place, with a frankly well, pretty measly score this So heavy this on week. the last. It didn't go too well for you this, uh, this time, Terry, did it? Look, I had a set of new contracts. I signed a dream team of Vettel and Hamilton... I am mystified how I'm doing so badly. I think it's a con. It's crooked media. <laughs> it's the mainstream media. Um, you haven't got a clue what's going on. Uh, but what. very excitingly, uh, fighting for second and first, uh, in second and 11th overall is Tinduk Racing, which is my team, on 4,879. And just one point ahead is Chica's boyfriend, uh, drink diving with Jolien on 4,880. And Chica's somewhere down the bottom because... She keeps forgetting to do it. I don't think that's fair, Phil. I think Chica and her boyfriend are doing a team together. That's great. Exactly. Except for the fact that you're not, are you? No, if you're all nine, you're not one. You can just go off on any team. No, I stood up for you, Chica, and I lied for you in front of Phil and (laughs) made out that that team was your team because you hadn't done it. Why? You could have kept that up. You know that Phil logs on and checks these things. You've got to be more more discreet. (laughs) And. I said I gave you warning a couple of months ago. I, I said you you've got to change it, and I said and yes, didn't. I will, but I so, didn't. Look, by the British Grand Prix, I want you to promise us now, live on this recording, that isn't live. That, that you're it is yeah. live to someone, <laughs> it's live to our mothers, and <laughs> you're life. going to. I will make, make my team. own team, and I will put some cars in it. Well, you already Thank have a team. You, you just welcome. need to actually pick some drivers. And, yes. Or just change the name of Tom's team. No, it would be unacceptable if you suddenly have 5,000 points from one round. <laughs> but if you have been not like impossible. Chica and not bothered doing anything yet, or just haven't joined or have only just started listening, welcome, thank you very much, you too can join the FF1S Grand Prix Fantasy League powered by Grid Rival by signing up uh, via the link that can be found at our website. Terry, the link, please. www.f1fs. Dot com. What? Uh, it's an anagram this week. <laughs> so on, try <laughs> Grid Rival. Yeah, work it out. Just Google us. <laughs> and now it is time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. 
Two things happened this weekend that pissed me right off about the state of F1, and if they get fixed, I'll know that Liberty are onto a winner. First off, there was this Bottas at the lights thing, which reminded me that, that this red light's going out to start a race is nonsense. It should be red, then green. I know it's because of reaction times and can, someone can see something going off quicker than coming on, but traffic lights, cartoons and computer games all have red to green. It's the will of the people. Don't be a red light moaner. Also, there was a clarification at the start of the weekend that Austria this year has an extra corner because of some reasons. Despite there's no actual track change, so what was now corner two is corner three, or one, or four. No one cares. Numbering corners is the worst thing that has ever happened in Formula One. Circuits used to have inspirational and exciting names for corners, like the tobacconists, maggots, the bus stop. Now it's just dreary numbers that make every circuit an identity off the track humdrum drumadrome. Oh, this turn three is like last week's turn four. Really? Fuck off. <laughs> right, everything should be named and quick before sponsors listen to this and get in on the action. And actually, no, that's what's annoying me most this weekend. Heineken. Three things, not two. Not only was there some terrible CGI Jackie Stewart advert in which they failed to make him look young next to some black and white Heineken bottles, which, as, a, as an aside, he's so wily, I'm surprised in the 60s he didn't get footage of him with every possible brand for future advertising. Anyway, then we see him refusing a Heineken from a tray because he's driving. <laughs> but since, when does he drive anywhere? He's got a chauffeur. It's stupid. And also, the billboard that had a Heineken bottle appearing from the ground and making it look as though there was a rocket taken off on every single lap. That was impressive. That was great. But it was terrible in a dull race because I kept thinking, oh, look, a rocket's taken off. That'll liven things up. <laughs> and that helicopter looked terrifying. Right, so this race was full of stuff, but I've got a solution. Don't worry, etc., etc. Solution is green lights, corner names, no stupid adverts. There, you're done. You want more? Fans get to name the corners. I go first at Silverstone. The first corner is to be renamed after Kevin Magnussen's Fuck This. <laughs> and maybe the last corner can be Don't Make You Feel Good. <laughs> so that is it from us. It is goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We have not had time to talk about the face shield or whatever the hell they're calling it still. You know, the halo and then there was the shield and there's a new shield. Uh, face protection device thing anti-spring in the face thing getting trialled at Silverstone so we will see how horrendous that looks and it's goodbye to Terry Saunders and we also haven't talked about Billy Munger who we may remember we talked about a few months ago he had a terrible crash and a young kid had a terrible crash lost his legs he's been in a racing car this week a modified car in a new team that's set out just to help disabled drivers and I've got to say A that's astonishing and B, I have got a pair of trousers that the button broke on a few months ago, and they have been lying like on a chair in the time that he has lost his legs, recovered, <laughs> got racing again, and I haven't sewn a button onto a pair of trousers. So it's embarrassing. It we is embarrassing. Are all Although, useless people. So we're going to be back next week to discuss the British Grand Prix, where Terry and Phil will be here with loads of stories about your trip to the pub with all of our listeners. All of our competition winners, our competition winner, and all the other people I invited who can't come. It's <laughs> going to be great. In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for f one sake, and follow us on Twitter at for f one sake. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done, because then you won't miss one. And also a shout out to Scott Crawford, who bought an FF1S podium by Barcelona t-shirt in McLaren orange and posted a shot of him rocking it on our Facebook page. Thanks, Scott. Terry, where can you get these sort of items? FF1S.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. I'm Richie Grez. Goodbye. Bye. Time to make you feel good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Social Podcast Network.